Hi, this is Ian Robertson, formerly of the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. Welcome along to episode 14 of A View from Section C. It's technically episode 14 and 15 put together, but obviously with not having uh, our unforeseen circumstances, basically Lars was working. And yeah. we couldn't get much time yeah. before games or anything. So we thought, we'll just do one big pile of pish uh, in the yeah. episode. So, Lars, how was work last week? I'm sitting here, my mobile, I've got my mobile phone on silent because I'm just waiting on it going. And I've got a funny feeling because people know what I'm doing the podcast tonight. So uh-huh. they're going to go for it and go. Junior keeps getting on about how unprofessional he is. <laughs> You're going to start phoning me, and it'll just be a lot of pish. It'll just date for the sake of dinner. So you've got a, you're you're going to get for people that are listening. You're going to get a double set of me and you talking pish, and then you'll get people at my work coming on talking pish. There might only be one sane person in this in this whole podcast, and he's our guest. And it's for special guests, so we do have a special yeah. guest tonight, and we'll just let that kind of build up, make you think, oh, who's it going to be? Until yeah. obviously I put the show out and then say who our special guest is. Yeah. Um, we'll, so just see we'll, just, a, we'll just say he's a legend, that's all we'll say. Yeah, a legend. Um, but yeah, we'll just get straight into them. Um, four games to review, obviously, we never had last week's episode, so we started that weekend with a, a home game against the Manchester Storm. And then an away game against the Nottingham Panthers. So, Manchester Storm, um, we were up and cruising in that game. Uh, Spencer Dorwich after 9.25 in the power play. Spencer Dorwich again, 13.31 in the power play. And then Philippe Sonch at 21.36 had us 3 nothing up. And then we lose on penalty shots. Tyson Fawcett, 29.13. Jared Van Wormer at 48.80 in the power play. Frankie Melton with a tying goal with just under three minutes to go. Cruising, and then yeah. gifted them two points. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, the game the game started really well. First game back with the crowd. The mm-hmm. place was absolutely buzzing. And I think the team came off that energy that they were getting for the fans. Absolutely flying, in cruise control, and then dead of death. And I don't know what happened. I don't was know it, if it was complacency. Was it that Manchester woke up? I don't know. Because when that third goal went in, and it was, what, 136 in the second period, I'm thinking, we're on easy street here. Yeah. Absolute easy street. This, yeah. this could be 6 7 nothing here. Yeah, um, I would say we, were, we were absolutely flying. Um, oh. Tails were up. I don't know if it was... I don't think it was complacency. I think, and I don't think it was Manchester woke up. That's as good as Manchester can play. Every time I've seen them, it's about the same standard every time. I think we looked tired come that third period. It's like we gave everything in the first and just... It's like we blew a tyre come come the third period and just had to go through the motions to try and see it out. They got the tying goal and then that's it's done. Uh, We got penalty shots and lose. I really don't know what happened. Um, Um... been thinking about it even the night after we'd spoke about it and then even at last week's game we were speaking about it and yeah. I just it, it, it still rankled really really rails me how we managed to only come out of that game with one point it yeah. really does and I, and I kind of put my finger on it 
Um, it was like we went flat. As you yeah. say, you, you thought Manchester, that's the best they could be. I looked at it, I thought Manchester got better, but that might have been that they got better because we got worse. We, we were, yeah. But know, we it, just it, died an absolute yeah. death. Yeah. So I don't know if it was that we put too much in it in that first period. and It might well be. It might we well just, be. It, it was like fans are back, we're going, we'll give them something to cheer about, and then it's... Yeah. Wait a minute, we've yeah. we've we've not got anything left in the tank. Yeah. Um it, it was disappointing, I'd say three on up. Well, was, uh, and, and we got a point. One, one thing one thing that, that really got me was we even had the fight in that first period. And I thought that was going to set the tone. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, and then I came, what happened? Springer became the calmest person on the ice, yeah, and began to wind people up, and we fell for it. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing with Springer. Like it, it's, and I actually I said it to you at the game. He looked scared at times. Yeah, yeah. Before that happened, he looked scared, and then all of a sudden, it's just it's as if to say, right, okay, you've had your fight. You're not going to come after us again now because you'll probably get flung out for it. You know, for a fact yeah. that. Referees are refing your name in another game now, so let's let's see what happens. And he, he does he, he he gets Kyle the extra penalty, but he goes him in the face later on. Yeah. Um, he's winding Charlie up. He's winding Campra up. Yeah. Okay, those guys didn't necessarily bite, but the intimidations there of them him ah, winding them up. Um, definitely, I, yeah. I actually thought apart from the fight, right? Because he did go turtle. He absolutely shot himself, let's be honest, right? He absolutely <laughs> shot himself. Yes, right? he did. It was it was one of those hits. A lot of people were saying it, it, it was a good hit. He, he backed in. I thought it was a bit high. And I could understand why Kyle went for him. Because when he hit Spencer, Spencer's sort of down. And he looks up to go, what are you doing? Yeah. And then so Kyle goes in. The hit- Does it. Sorry, the hit out. So Kyle's standing on the other side of the rink, looking yeah. at it. He sees it happening, right? At full speed, it looks like he lifts the elbow up when yeah. Dorowich goes to glide into him. That's what I thought. Watching the replay from obviously the camera side, and you actually don't see his elbow doesn't move. He just steps up. I th- I don't looking back on the replay. I don't think it's a bad hit at all from Springer, but at the time, at fast pace. Right at the start, yeah. near enough. Go and send the mark. Go and set the tone for how this game's going to go, Kyle. And he did. Uh, but I, I still think whether it's uh, the elbow or whether it's the shoulder, I still think it goes up the way. I think he's hitting up towards uh, yeah. Spencer's sort thought, of edge. I thought it was watching it back. I thought it was fine at the time. I thought it was bad, uh, but watching it back, I, it looked fine for me. But yeah. it happens, as you say, yep. it happens, and. I think you're right what you're saying about it. But then he played the game. The rest of the game, he played it absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. He did. did. And Um, for much as as everybody gives him stick, he played us. And some people fell for it and some people never. I'm not saying it costs with the game, but what, what happens is it costs us penalties, right? Yeah, and the way we're playing, the guys that are playing five on five, we can't afford it. We yeah. cannot afford it. It's 
you've got the guys on the power play are also penalty killing. And the guys who are penalty killing are always, always playing five on five. No wonder we get tired in games because guys like, like you look at Dylan Lawrence, for example, you yeah. look at Can Canpera, he always plays the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. Doesn't play the power play, but there's guys who do. Spencer Dorovitz yeah. plays every opportunity, whether it be penalty kill, power play, five on five. Dryden's another one. It takes yeah. it out of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then especially when it goes to overtime and then penalty yeah. shots, you know, Dryden's out there for a good two a minute and a half, two minutes at the start of overtime as well without getting the change and uh, four on four going at the three and three and stuff like that. So yeah, it's um it was disappointing to see um for we to lose the game from the position we were in. Ah, definitely. Um before the game, you know, we wanted three points from the weekend. Before the game I would have took the point if we could have won the game in Nottingham. I wanted to win that game to stop Manchester getting points, yeah. but obviously they go out with the two points, which led us on to Sunday in Nottingham. So, uh, again, we say it kind of every week, two quick-fire yeah. goals. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lane, 3.37 and then 6.42. Um, assists from Blarjon and Carosa. Dorwich, our boy again, stepping yeah. in with, chipping in with yeah, the goal. Yeah. Assisted yeah. by one of our own Chris Ingalls and Philippe Sanch at 10.34. We then tie the game just before the end of the first period through Spencer Dorwich again. 1839 and then 1850, we yeah. concede a quick yeah. fire goal again. Go three to the first. Didn't even get me started on that. 11 no, seconds. Ridiculous. Absolutely off, ridiculous. Face off, pass across in the zone, go effectively. Ridiculous. Um, Jordan Kelso made it 4 2 at 26 37. And it seemed like we were still in it up until that point, but then obviously we pulled more for the extra skater and yeah. Christoph Boivan. 58-57 with the empty netter to make it 5-2 Nottingham. Um, again, different different kind of team now, Nottingham, since letting Wallace go. They're yeah, a bit more that. difficult to play against. Um, yeah, we so, said that when they were up, up at Dundee. Uh, we yeah. said they look, they look a better team. They look a yeah. more sort of cohesive team uh, yeah. than what they did yeah. when Wallace was in charge. Yeah, so taking away that, that, that empty netter, you know, a 4-2 Loss isn't the worst of results in Nottingham, um, especially when you know they're on a, a fairly decent yeah. run again. And I know I'm, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm laughing here because it's like because we're doing this double done. We know what happens the next yeah, week. I know five going there and five better. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, the thing with Nottingham is you know on their day they're good. Um, and oh on yeah. Bad day, yeah, they're absolutely, they're absolutely shit. Um, you can, the thing is, though, Junior, you can say that about every team in the league. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. when when they're yeah. good, they're good. When they're shit, they're shit. But if you, if you look at it from Nottingham down the way, it's anybody's game. What gets into these playoffs? Yeah. All you need to do is get. All you need to do is get on a run. You got on a run. You're going to make it. Yeah, the definitely. top three. The top three are away. They've gone. We're not yeah. even looking at them. No, they're not. Yeah, um, but. Coming out the coming out that weekend with only a point, we're thinking right. We need to pick up, need to pick up at least two, especially uh, the home game against Guildford. But this, that that weekend was that weekend was was disappointing. Um, yeah, and I think I think come come on the next Saturday, you know, we're away at Sheffield. We we come away with a, a five four loss there. So, Eberle, Mosey, 
Well, Emily with two, sorry. Sax Sa- Sa- Danielson and Soin two with the goals for, for Sheffield. And the guy that we've been crying out to get some ice time, Mr. Ruckus, jumps in with two yeah. goals. Um, yeah. Charlie as well. And obviously, Sonch. A 5 4 loss again in, in Sheffield. We, we kept it close. Um, could have came away with points. Yeah. There's a point we didn't, but we, we could have came away with them. And it, it goes to show, you know, on our day, we, we can compete. I think I think the result I think the result overshadows the performance. Uh, mm. I think that that performance was seemingly miles better. I never watched yeah. it, but it was miles better than the weekend before against yeah. Storm and no, Panthers. Absolutely miles was, ahead. I was watching the proper Dundee derby, no United and Dundee. I was watching the comments of oh, right. the Tigers. That was a lot bit more interesting yeah. than the Dundee derby. Uh, um, but we. We gave a good account of ourselves. A lot of Sheffield fans were saying that we were really unlucky. We should have taken one, if not two points and stuff yeah. like that. End of the day, we'll come out with nothing. But yeah. the, posit- the positives out of it has to be ruckus. Has to be. Yeah, We've been saying it for weeks. Why don't we play these guys? I know. Especially I know. when, we- if you flip back the week before, Manchester... We're speaking about the guys look tired, the guys look tired. You've got two guys sitting on their arse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's the same, obviously. Um, we'll, we'll come on to it a bit later on. It's, it's speaking about a certain someone who is our guest and is currently in the green room. But, yeah, Callie, Robertson and Tom's, you know, ice time, especially when you're two imports down. You know, Lawrence was out, Ronger was out, and by the looks of things, we're signing another import, then yeah. it, it could be one of them's out longer term. Um, when they brought one to Sunday, and again, I think this, for me, I, I'm going to be completely honest with some, I, I was very disappointed with the performance. And yeah. first couple of minutes were good. Then first period was, after that, was a bit poor. And then second period, was there wasn't really anything. But yeah. um, the third line, again, when... Callie was on and, and Tom's was on. Latin gets a goal, assisted by Garrigan. Um, you know, Charlie steps in to get the goal. Another quick fire goal from Sonch when we were three one down to go three all. We, it's it's very rarely do we actually say this that we we've we stole, stole a point, a point from a game. We stole um, a point. We you know, should have been. We were. We should have been blown out the water yeah. by that golfer team. Yeah, um, definitely. However, I don't know how you think about this, right? I've spoke to a few people since that, right? Yeah. The game was the game was delayed, and I know like the players have got in the routine, they're ready for a five o'clock yes. face off. All right. Yeah. We've been in Sheffield the night before, they're sitting in five. So mm-hmm. they're probably the fresher team. They're Even the though they got beaten five, like they're the fresh team. Yeah. We've came up, the guys need to go up early again. They go up to the rink, they're ready for a five o'clock face off. And yeah. then you come out with this. They've got bus issues now. I've already said it. They must, it hit, a mis- uh, they must hit a pothole in Fife Ice Drinks car park. Must yeah. have. A couple of guys have actually said to me, and I've wrote it down in my wee notepad down there, do you think it was gamesmanship? Do you think they were at it? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think they were at it. Yeah. Um, seemingly there was bus, bus issues on the way up to Fife as well the, the night before. Um, but no, um, I don't think they were at it. I, I just think you know it, it, it's difficult when, like you see, guys have got set routines of what they're going to do and yeah. then warm up in that. And you can see that 
the fans started coming in, so they had to come away from the warm-up area because fans yeah. were going to the cafe. Then they set cordoned off a little section for the guys to do a wee bit of running that. They never got the proper stretch. I'm not using it as an excuse. No, no. But no, no. if you're in a set mind frame of what you do and how you warm up and how you get ready for a game, it could throw you off. Um, it's maybe someone we could ask for a guest. Yeah, it is. Well, I think... How, 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 as, difficult, how difficult is it once you're ready for that face-off and it's like you're delayed approximately yeah. an hour? What happens? So I, I think it's probably a good time to bring in our special guest um, and we'll do our, our preview of the weekend with him. So, if we welcome our special guest, Mr. Ian Robo-Robertson. How are you doing, Ian? I've got, can't hear you. I can't hear him. But it's unprofessional as Larzo, which is fantastic. Ah, love it. <laughs> Robo's making me look good. Well, it's not very difficult, is it? This is always fun technology, isn't it? Okay. We could, ju- if- we could just work with thumbs up, thumbs down. So, first question Does the internet, re- <laughs> internet reach Kirkcaldy yet? Good <laughs> <laughs> way. Um, <laughs> Larzo, you could do a quick preview of your Giants double header then. Okay, Doc. Now, what I'll let you deal with your over then. Yeah, Giants twice this weekend. Um, I'm worried. I'll tell you that. I'm worried I'm worried about the Giants weekend. And the reason that I'm worried is when you look at what happened to them last night in Coventry, and they have Coventry seven, uh, that is a bit scary. I know that uh, Coventry had a few guys out uh, on their COVID protocol. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be a hard one, really really difficult for us. We yeah. are going to come up against probably the form team in the league at this point in time. I think they are probably in better form than 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 Sheffield. Uh, well, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting when we get the the Bushy Haas connection yeah. on the ice again. So we'll 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 see how that goes there. Eh? Yeah, um, obviously they pumped, was it Quan? Company. 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 Oh, company, company, sorry, yeah, company, 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 I'm pleased to be here. Be the first one, me as well. Yeah. So, so, as I said, obviously, kind of to kind of start off these kind of player and inter- ex-player interviews that we're looking to do for people who may not know who this man is. He's an idiot. As we gave him the big whole spiel two weeks ago of yeah. being a British hockey legend. Um, Ian was played for the Stars for three seasons in the Northern League and the Celtic Cup days. Um, he was our final player coach um, before the Elite League era started. Um, but although we say a Stars legend, we must admit he is also a Fife legend as well. Yeah. So we don't really like to speak about that a lot. He is a Fife <laughs> legend. Um, <laughs> but we noticed the other day on Facebook, though, that he updated his profile picture to him in a Stars jersey. So... Yeah. Must be uh, must prefer the stars. Yeah, I'm getting a wee air to my voice in it, so uh, <laughs> more than day, more than day, more than day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so 
good to have you along, Robo. Um, as I say, three seasons with the Stars in kind of the Northern League in the Celtic Cup. Obviously, a year spent coaching after Roger Hunt kind of stepped down and stuff. But you know what? What would you say, kind of your your most <coughs> and the favourite best moment that you had in a in in the Stars organisation? Uh, probably. I, it was sort of my last year when I was I was a player coach. I think we won the Autumn Cup against Fife. Yeah, it was yeah. a two leg game, and we absolutely demolished them basically. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, that's certainly worth remembering about because we had a lot of injuries that year as well. We had players leave later on in the season, so we kind of struggled later on. Mm-hmm. But we went, when the whole had the whole team for that uh, final, it was like it was just all one sided. I say we just were right up for it, obviously. And, no, I'll never forget yeah. that. That's the only cup I've ever won with Dundee, I think, with the three yeah. years. It's always got to finals, but we've always got missed it in Solway in five. But no, it was good to win yeah. that and be a player coach. Yeah, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was also the season that um, Jeff's brother came and played. I think we had Ross Marshall as well. I think we had both Marshalls yeah, playing. That's right. I, it was Jeff and Ross. Uh, I think, uh, did Ross come over at the, the start of the season? I can't remember now. I think I, think I just think I remember seeing both of them in that in that photo of after. All right, I must have been there, I. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was. Uh, <coughs> as you see, we didn't we didn't have a lot of trophy wins kind of then as well. You know, they had a good Solway side against where um, Fife were obviously always strong, especially with having Dutyum there for so long and and having the same kind of system going every season. Um, but yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah, no, it was good to. I think Dundee Star was the only team I haven't played for up until I was about thirty-seven <laughs> years old. So. <laughs> I've been everywhere else, but when when Roger phoned me, I'd, I'd actually been at Tigers the year yeah. before. That's right, yeah. Then I, then I retired again for a bit of third time, and Roger phoned. I thought, oh, why not? Yeah, yeah why not? Because he gave me was there, so I got a lift up the road for free. So <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> See, uh, typical fight for anything for free. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's when you look back here and and you think that yourself, Hagee, even Wish, were all five players, and all of a sudden, and Davey, you're at your mate Smithy, and all of yeah. a sudden, you guys are, you've crossed the bridge, and you're suddenly all wearing Dundee jerseys at the same time. Uh, for, for, for us at that time, because we only had the stars, there was nothing bigger. For us, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Guys like yourself, Hagee, Davy signing, um, and then even Liam playing. All the and wish all these five guys suddenly weren't they playing at five. They were all playing for Dundee. That must have been really strange for you. Um to be honest, I don't think there's many five boys like actually playing for five for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I know what reason, but I don't want to go into that. But <laughs> you probably find most apart from maybe the, well, especially you know, like the King brothers and that, virtually yeah. every fighter moved somewhere else at some point in his career. Yeah. And it's just the way it's always been. It's nothing's going to change up the road or say, yeah. down the road from yourselves. Yeah. But yeah. It's not, it, wasn't, it wasn't particularly strange. It just happened. I got asked later on and there was a yeah. bit slower and. Like David was a bit older as well, so we weren't quite the same as what we used to do. But it was all good fun. At least we, we won a trophy. That was that was, that was yeah, cool. That was it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were yeah. Um, we were speaking just before he came on, before we went kind of on on the air, and uh, 
we couldn't remember if if you were involved in that crazy trip with the Latvians when they started throwing shovels and batteries and everything on the ice. When, I think uh, it was. Callum McEachern kind of kicked off on the bench with someone. Uh, I was. I definitely went to the Latvian drink in Dundalk. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I, I can remember there was, it was like midday games and everyone was yeah. drunk on the board playing the seat. Yeah, remember, I remember the lights. Rock, the lights, yeah. lights were out. There was no one in the rink other than kind of us to begin with, and then the yeah. lights went out. The lights go on, and, and the rink's full of Latvian supporters. And, <laughs> and then you're going out end of the period, and they're drinking bottles of vodka for the boot of the car. It was <laughs> absolutely mental. Um, but yeah, I'll no, never, I'll never cool. forget that. That, that shovel thrown and batteries on the ice and everything just because they had a fight. <laughs> I, I know. No, they were mad. Oh, I think oh, that yeah. was the, the, I think it might have been the same game where they, they had a big fight. I can't mind his name. It was Jan Summon. Jan Summon, He was the no, big mean. tough guy. And I remember JD telling me they were, they were standing at the face off and he was at JD and he kept going, You want to go? You want to go? <laughs> And GD says to him, and he's he's pure Dundee accent. Why are we going to the shops? Oh, honestly, just yeah. No, he, he was a big boy. Yeah, he was a big boy. So what do they call it? Uh, when the wrestling fighters, the Conor McGregor thing, he's like in the ring. Oh, uh, uh, MMA Uf, UFC guys, MMA guys. Uh, He's probably a better fighter off nice and on nice because he wasn't very good in his skates. So. No, <laughs> well, I remember, I remember one of the Irish guys that was that was at the game shouting, get get Marshall, Jan, get Marshall. And we were like, you hate to fucking catch him first. <laughs> <laughs> no way, you're <laughs> catching him. <laughs> um, but no, they were, were some good trips um, towards those last kind of couple of seasons. Oh, definitely. Um, it, was, it, was good, it was good times. Great yeah, room. Had, good band even, band in the room. Yeah, yeah, even even with trips to Whitley Bay and and you know even before that we had Bellingham and Blackburn and stuff as well. There were some some good trips where kind of after the SNL going into the Northern League and the Kelly Cup days and then also coming to the Elite League. Um, yeah. But obviously since retiring, um, the Robo role has now been taken up by a young boy uh, in Cali. You know how. How does that feel, kind of watching Cali kind of step into, kind of step into your shoes and kind of take on the Robertson name and keep it going in the Stars organisation? Obviously, I'm glad he's at Dundee because I always thought, you know, if you're going to play elite league and you're localish, Dundee's obviously mm-hmm. where you'd want to go because uh, the same situation with Fife, uh, you just don't know what's happening up there. And yeah, when uh, he went down south and. It didn't work out too good. He went for very little money down there. Like, wasn't getting a job off the rink. Yeah. Trained at night. So yeah. he was sitting in his rooms all the time with all the other teams. Local players are all working. So I just went kind of pear-shaped. And he didn't want to go back down just because he didn't want to do the same thing. Again. At least he yeah. could stay up here and get a job in the summer. And it turns out he's, he's like full-time the stars now. So... No, it's good. I'm glad he's there. I'm hoping he stays there for a good few years if they'll take him. And he'll get more and more ice time as he progresses and hopefully shows what he can do in yeah, the next few years. We'd, we'd, just, we'd actually just touched on that, Ian, before you came on live. Uh, about, <clears throat> you know, the, even the Sheffield game, um, when 
Rockus comes and gets ice time and he scores two goals. And then we go and we play the next the next night and, and it's Guilford. And within the first three or four shifts, we looked down and I looked down and I'm thinking, but this Cali on ice. Yeah. And I don't know how you feel, and I probably never got good at it's your laddie. You'd probably think your laddie should get a lot of ice time. But for me, I think these guys should be getting regular ice time because they need to give these guys a break. You know, guys yeah. like Adorovich plays five on four, he plays five on five, he plays penalty kill, everything. Um yeah. I think they, I think if we're gonna sign four lines, we should be playing four lines. It's it's uh, I'm always, I'm always it's always easier to like watch the game up in the stands because I always think you see even so much better. And like every shift that Cali goes and I scrutinise everything he does, and I've not really seen him make any proper mistakes, and no. so he's not done anything wrong. But it's one of these things when you're, because when I was younger, there was only three imports at the time, so you were thrown right into the game. You had loads of ice time, but I can imagine it's pretty difficult confidence-wise to to have your four or five shifts a game than yeah, for a bit five minutes, and you're conscious defensively all the time, like. I've, He's probably more defensively minded than I've ever been because mm. it's now a 14 import league, and if you make a mistake, it could end up it, in a goal. So. It, it costs a yeah. goal, yeah. yeah. But I I'm think... more minded about how he plays defensively, but no, he's, he's been fine. I don't think there's been anything to moan about to him. What yeah. opportunity he had. And, uh, that, particularly that last Sunday game, I thought he actually he done really well when he was on. Yeah, That's, yeah. So, he, 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 he really chipped in. Yeah, he nearly chipped in with a goal near enough at the start of the game. Um, I, I don't think it was also probably yourself willing him more than me, but I was sitting there willing it to go in and like go, go, like get there, get there, and it just it, just never, just never felt his stick. And I was like, God, um, yeah, no, it's but, tough, yeah. it's tough, but um, he's, he's getting a, an opportunity up here, which yeah. a lot of young ones don't get. There's, I think I've mentioned some on Facebook, like there's so many young boys that age group and like Tom's age. Craig's age, they're all capable mm. of doing minutes in the elite league. Yeah. It's just given the opportunity. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough it's like, because it's a full-time job where you can't work during the day, so obviously you have to come and go a bit with your work, so it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Difficult it's, like, it's like you said on Facebook, it's also, saw your post about, you know, should be capped at kind of 10 imports. Um, yeah. And looking for kind of the young Brits to kind of step up and give them the chance. Now, so I replied to you saying, no, you are wrong, it should be BNL and eight imports and, and eight Brits. Yeah. Um, well, even better. Right back. <laughs> I, was, I, was I know, but, <laughs> but it's you know what does you know having the, those eight imports like you say it throws kind of the younger younger Brits in the deep end. But do you feel that for you, like you personally, do you feel that's what we should be doing to kind of get these younger guys to be brought onto a, a better game and to potentially go on and do bigger things in either British hockey or European hockey? Uh, I think. Um... If they stick with the 14 imports, it's just going to be the same thing. Like, There's not going to be progression for British players-wise. They've got the GB team, mm-hmm. who half the teams maybe in their 30s. Yeah. And I think I said in one of the comments that people forget that the, the Dowds, the Lakowiches, and um, who else is there? Like Ben O'Connor's era and that. When, when they all yeah. started playing at Cali's age and uh, that age group, there was only nine or ten imports in the Elite League back then. So that's how they got their opportunity because yeah. they were thrown into the deep end where they got yeah. more ice time. So, but it, and there's not any different skill level in all the ones now than what 
your doubts and that are. It's just because they've got better opportunity with more playing time. Yeah. So yeah. I think the 14 inputs, the GB team is going to struggle in years yeah. to come because all the Brits, they don't have any power play time. They don't penalty kill particularly much. They don't have special teams. And they're going to get mm-hmm. thrown to the GB team. They're like, it's all new yeah. to them. So. Yeah. If, if um, they want to look at the GB thing, they have to plan something like that. Yeah. And then, and then the question is, how many of them in the GB team actually have a British accent now? Um, well, I think it's not as bad as when I, when I was there, it was virtually six or seven Brits in it, but now it's actually yeah. five or six dual reclasses, so it's not so bad because they've got a, a lot of good GB players, but they are getting up. There's a good few coming up, obviously, but the majority are getting a wee bit older. Because people will forget that, Ian, that these guys, even your, your Dows and your Lakovic, they will, they, it's natural, they're going to get older. But it's who's coming in behind them, yeah. And, and and as you say, the guys coming in behind them, there'll be a few that get ice time at the bigger clubs. But after that, that that could be next to nothing. Yeah, that's they're going to have to think. But elite league, they keep saying it's a business. It's all it's about making money. I don't think there's hardly any team making money yeah. apart from the big teams. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure some of the non-arena teams, if it was suggested, like let's drop import level. They would go for it because they don't even have to bring. <laughs> Everyone keeps coming in the arena teams, but they'll just take all the the GB players. But then that's what you want. You want you want the Dundee boys yeah. to play for Dundee. You want Fife boys to play for Fife and Coventry boys to play for Coventry. They're only going to be GB level to get to play. Yeah. Let them. The big teams have all the really good GB players. They're not going to be there forever. Yeah. Five six years yeah. time, they're all going to retire. So. <laughs> that's easy peaks, yeah. yeah. It works. Yeah. It works from down the line. Yeah. But that's so, what I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I listen, we I think I think because we've been at the obviously my dad's as as old as yourself. Um so they'll remember <laughs> the, the three import days. Um <laughs> me personally just was SNL with the Tigers when they actually used to get two thousand at a game. Um but then obviously my days was watching the BNL, so I'll be for it as well that it's less imports and more transfer. British players coming through and young guys like Callie, Tom yeah. and, and Garrigan. Um but obviously speaking of our guys, um, you know, what's what's your kind of personal thoughts on this year's team? You know, and what's your standouts and I'm pretty much the same. I've obviously been listening to your uh, podcast and stuff like that. I'm pretty much a big fan of Dorowich as well, because his yeah. work ethic and his his skating ability as well. I mean I know it's so smooth and easy as this yeah. He didn't even notice it really at the start, even now he's come on to his game. It's just he just glides, but he's, mm-hmm. he's working his socks off. But it just looks like he's gliding all the time, he puts no effort in it. And, but he bumps everyone, he gets in the corners, digs the puck out, he yeah. scores nice goals like the other week. So I'm, I'm a, I'd say he's the key. You've got Charlie, obviously. Charlie's just Charlie's just Charlie. He's like, what's, what's he going yeah. to do now? But, <laughs> so I, I like I like I like all round players and Dorowich is he's got everything. Yeah. He's a centre man. He does defensive work amazingly well. He, he knows his zone. He does all these small things that you don't notice properly. And yeah, uh, no, no, it's good. I think I think the team. I think everyone thinks the potential is there to beat everyone. Yeah, it's just getting that consistency and. <sighs> bus trips away, bus legs, things like that, come away from a long trip. But everyone has to do it, eh? It's a case yeah, of... Yeah. That, 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 I think, I think for, for me, and I think I've said it a few times, that we must be the most consistent 
inconsistent team going. You know, there, there's there's before COVID came in, so uh, before Christmas, we were on such a great run, and then and we were beating anybody that was in front. We were beating. We were going wherever we went. We were thinking we're going to win games. Uh, everybody was playing well, and then it comes to the sort of the Christmas period. The COVID begins to kick in again. We then struggle. We yeah. lose a few games. We then pick up a couple of points here. We then get another couple of good results, and then back we go again. Uh, we put in good performances, like what we did in Sheffield, but we still come up with zero points in Sheffield. Yeah, we're yeah. always there or thereabouts, and it just yeah, just getting, yeah. the COVID thing. I think the COVID thing put a big dent in the run because yeah. before that, I think there were five, six, seven games at five wins. But then I had the two week break and it was like almost like starting your season again. It's, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I, I think uh, I think they'll, they'll make the top eight and they've got as good a shout getting to the final four. And if you get there, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Anything can yeah. happen. Then. Definitely. Be healthy. Yeah. That's the main thing. Have to be healthy as well. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. No, obviously, we've got those two guys. Kind of out now. We don't know if it's longer term or Lawrence and Ron Jay. Um, but is it is it Quinn O'Brien or is, yeah Quinn O'Brien? Yeah, Quinn O'Brien. It's not Brian O'Quinn. O'Brien. Keep getting mixed up. Um, yeah, Quinn O'Brien. Another another real guy coming in for us. Um, you know, let go from the clan with one goal in in fourteen or fifteen games. But yeah. from the sounds of it, he, he's a bit of a kind of on the edge physical type of player. And I think again, that's what we need for. Yeah, it, got, I think it's. Uh... It helps the situation if we've got a long-term injury as well. Having the, yeah. I think this weekend, going with what Cali's saying, it's the first time they've had their full quota since the start of the year. Right, OK. So, well, unfortunately, is this when's this going out? Saturday? Um, yeah. Well, as, as far as I know, um, I don't think Cali will be dressing because the five, imp- the five Brit rules, you've got all your imports there. Right, yeah. The nineteen player rule, which is ridiculous, oh, and that, that's that's <laughs> the other thing. I, 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 I just a massive uh, rant about. Just, it, it just does not season. make sense that for me. No, no, you can't even make four lines with nineteen players. Yeah, I know. and it's but a that, and it's a that was to drop it. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's so. I know they're planning on being full healthy this year. Whether it's I don't know who's going to miss, but I think the new guy's going to be playing for whoever's still injured. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, all going to plan. It's yeah. looking, he's looking a big boy, it. yeah. Was he six foot six four? four. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's well, a, he's a, he's a, a, bit, he's a big body. Ah, he's a shape to me, like, but he's he's a big giant to everybody else, like you know. Everyone's <laughs> weak to you. Um, but yeah, so we thought we'd do a teammates with you as well. So a quick quick fire questions on on who you think. Was the whatever in the category? Mm-hmm. So we're going. To, we could throw you under the bus with a couple of these. Okay. So quick fire. Who was who was your who was the best trainer that you and your teammates? Is that? Oh, you mean the best at training? That's not a best. Uh, yeah, best, best, best at training. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it has to be with his professionalism. Doug Smale. He came in at thirty-five years old, and he was always like, "You got to play how you train, or is it train how you play?" With was that that way around? Yeah. He was like flying about practice and like we were like back then it was more 
laid back, lackadaisical in that training. Yeah. And he's bowling up and doing nice. But always it brought us on. It was like, well, this is a bit yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. So he, he kind of set the tone for like, like come from a straight from NHL to, to Fife. It's like, you've got to drop there, eh? Try and keep up with yeah. him. So. And I think uh, for the ones that I kind of think who else, because it was that long ago now, it was, <laughs> I maybe, if I was going to be for Dundee, I'd have to say Jeff Marshall. Marshall was right. always like, <laughs> being a D man and playing, doing one on ones, two on ones, like it was impossible to get around because yeah. he just made it look easy again. Eh? It was, yeah, he was a quality I think, boy. I think I've, all, all, I've always said about Marshall was <laughs> I think he could skate as well going backwards as what he did going forwards. Yeah, just as quick, just yeah, quick yeah. going backwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, who, who, who was your worst trainer? Who was the drill kill? <laughs> uh, He's sitting there thinking, well, I say myself. He's sitting there thinking, am I going to mention my drinking mates? Is it going to be Smithy or is it going to be Plusy? It could be either that or it could be JD because he never stopped talking in the training. And just, he didn't have to train. He was just good anyway. It didn't matter how hard he trained or not. He just like, you know what I mean? Right, boys, how are you doing? And, uh, just like, talking to him. Out of breath, he's just talking the way. It's like... So I was, if I left, and there's probably me because I wasn't the best listener on the board. And you had people in your ear like David Smith and Bluesy and folk like that. There they are. There they are. I always remember David because he didn't listen at all. He always used to go to the end of the queue for drill because he never paid attention to what the coach was saying on the board. He just watched other two or three boys doing the same drill. And then they got it. It was good to go. Oh, but, uh, that might you know, need to be a. Uh... We, we might if 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 we do ever get permission from from Omar and the stars, it might be a question we need to ask one of the players. You know, does anybody go to the back of the queue every time to watch who does the the drills uh, for a couple of times first yeah. so they can do it themselves? Uh, there is there's a lot of players <laughs> do it because on the board something's really complicated. Eh? So you've got to give yourself a bit of time to see like I'm not being, I'm not being the drill buster going first anyway. <laughs> that's the most people do it. Brilliant. Um. Moving on from that, who's, who would you say is the most skillful player you've played with? You're probably not going to remember this boy, but um, again, because I've played most of my time at Fife. You remember Darcy Cahill? No, not for no. me. He was I'm back in young. early 90s. Actually, I think it was a year ago, I think Fife got relegated. But he oh. came after me. He was like, he was out of shape, he was chubby, he was really slow, but he was doing things with the puck that what boys are doing nowadays. It was like unreal watching him. But he just done them at a different pace because uh, yeah. I always remember him because I went to a junior A camp in Canada when I was 16. And he was a, a year younger than me. And we were on, we were coming up, it was just a training camp. It was nothing to do with junior A, I was just called that. And he was like drafted first to the junior A. It was something like yeah. was it Kingston or somewhere we were playing. Mm-hmm. And he was a big hot dog just being drafted. He was skating about nice. And he slapped a puck and it smashed the plexi. And all of us were going, oh my God. But then, then years and years later, he showed up like three three stone overweight, slow, drinking every night and like. But to be honest, the things he could do with puck was amazing, amazing. Yeah. Battery. But a lot of folk won't remember him because, and they just remember him being 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 a lazy player and yeah. low and no very good. But his his hands were un, unreal. You know, obviously there's NHL players, but I just thought I'd throw him in because it's someone yeah. that's it always sticks in your mind that. For yeah, years definitely. ago, before, yeah. 
before yeah. everyone remembers stuff. Yeah. But no, um, I, that's, that's about him. Yeah, I think I think I know the answer to the next one, but who who is who is probably the biggest joker? <laughs> Davy. Yeah. Davy's going to be Davy. The pranks and all that. Oh God. Oh. No, I, I can't even tell you all the stuff he's done. <laughs> I like you, if you come in the water. It's before the watershed here, so. <laughs> I think the thing is, like... done buses to imports and set their laces on fire in the bus. Oh my god! <laughs> when they were sleeping, it's like I'll say no more. But I definitely, he's not. He's not James anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was about to say that even even when Davy played, like you could tell during the game that Davy was the joker on the team. Right. You, you just knew it. Um, but yeah, best best player ever played with. With um, again to go back to Fife, Laurie Boschman. Remember him? He was the really? same playing Dougie's Mail. He only uh, came uh, in for half. He came in for half. This he came from this uh, the Winnipeg Jets. It was it was pals with Doug Smale, and Doug Smale brought him across. But because Fife had the the Smale Morrison King line as their first line, Boschman had to play with me <laughs> on the second <laughs> line. So, but no, he's another. If you look up a few elite prospect, I mean, you see his stats yeah. like pure quality. It was like he was tough as well. He was tough as nails. No one gave him any grief. I remember someone Ross Lambert for played for Nottingham. Yeah, that he, he started on him at Fife one day, and he just picked him up and ragdolled him. So you know they watched the YouTube clips. I think it was Eurosport back then. What he used to do yeah. in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. There's other ones because I don't know if you know, but because I went to Calgary Flames training camp, mm-hmm. I played with a, a, well, you know, all your Thero Fleury's and Al McInnes and Dougie yeah. Gilmore. Yeah. But there was there was someone there that stood out. Again, if you want to look up his stats, you've never heard them. Someone called Andrew McKim. And he was, he was exactly like Charlie Combs, but 20, 30 years ago. Same height, five foot seven. Skill. He stood out in the NHL camp, stood out a mile. But because of his height, he never got a fair crack at the NHL. He only played 30 games. He bounced about a couple yeah. of teams, but he went to the right. DEL in Germany and he let it yep. up there. But he was, he was just like your Charlie Combs 30 years ago. Right. And he was just small and like, he was a year younger than me. Just, it was amazing, I thought, to to play with because I played for the the farm team in the exhibition games and it's just it's like the quality over there is just unreal at that standard it's like yeah I have a look at his stats you'll see Andrew McKimmy's name was yeah Yeah. so going on from your best player played with who was the best player you ever played against Uh, all these names running through the head now (laughs) I wouldn't say best or hardest to play against maybe but Scott Young for Dundee yeah, right. He was an absolute nightmare. Plus, he was amazingly skillful as well. Yeah, and he was yeah. tough and he was hard on you. I always like, I always wanted to think. I wouldn't mind playing the team with Scott Young because he was so difficult as a forward, as a D man to play against. And yeah, I can't think who else. Who else? Especially with that yeah. big ginger yeah. tash looking at you. Ah, oh. just growling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was stuck yeah. him in the face at Dundee one time. And, oh my God! I was like, Oh no! He was like, <laughs> knew accidentally. He never actually done anything. I was like, Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that yeah. very often. No, he was a, Scott was a top player, eh? Definitely was a top player for us. I'm trying to think who else. I can't even think of anyone else on top of my head. It was that long ago. It's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah. Go on, Ian. Oh, you, you... Oh, Rick Braban. Rick Braban, for example. Durham. Yeah. He was Emma, like Durham, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, he, he's, he played for a long time as well. He went to Super League, played till his like, late 30s, but skillful. He was, he was a whole package as well. Yeah. Just tough. When you back down to anyone. I like all this sort of over. All round, there's more than scorers or defensive yeah, yeah. players. Like the full yeah. package players. Yeah, that's the ones I can think of. Top of my head, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And finally, Lars always gets me to ask his questions when he used to do them for um, <coughs> the program and stuff. But who was the final question? Who was the longest in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> you can now you can tell it any way you want, Ian. Right? Whatever way you want. Right. <laughs> I couldn't you tell you because it wasn't me because uh, I was that quick to try and get to the bar for a pint. <laughs> so I've never known who was the longest ever. <laughs> There's three stories on the go. I was right at the door. I'll bet you. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, no. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Robo. Um, it's not a problem. The, it's been the fun. First, yeah. The first one with um, the first player, ex-player that we've had on. So um, it's good to get him on. We were just obviously was had that wee minor technical issue at the start. We were just speaking about what our thoughts are going to be for Giants this weekend. Obviously, from a fan and a kind of ex-player and coach as well. What can you? What's your thoughts on the Stars this weekend? What, what do you think we should be kind of aiming for there? He's got to go for the split. I think two yeah. points. Anything more is a bonus. Yeah. Um, let's try and win one of the two. If you can win one of the two, don't see why you can't win them both, to be honest. But yeah. um, but everyone has to be on their A game. Eh? It's Belfast or like a different kettle of fish. Yeah. They're thick top to bottom in talent. So yeah, yeah. I think it will depend on who they play as they're starting that minder on Friday night. Yeah. I think it's that'll good, dictate what happens at the foul. weekend. Yeah, I think it'll be Besco. I think it'll be yeah. Besco to play Friday night. Every time, every time we've beat them, it's been Jackson, yeah, in the goal. Yeah. So it's he's got to go with Besco, I think. But um, yeah, I think Carl picking it up. So what a what a player he is. Yeah. Good old uh, he's been doing I've seen that. Yeah, we've mentioned that a few times over that that the guy JJ Pickenich, what a player he is. He's suddenly when he first the first sort of the Challenge Cup games, I never sort of paid much attention to him in games. Never mm. sort of seen much, and then. He's just lighting the league up now. Yeah, I think his line with Conway. Is it Conway and is it good? What's his good captain's win. name? Uh, Goodwin. Good I think they were a line at one point. They were just, yeah. they were yeah. doing all the damage, but now they've yeah. got three proper lines that are. Yeah, and, yeah. and as, I said, as, I, as I texted you the other week, that I didn't realise it was Kevin Conway Junglad that was. All oh, right, I, Kevin Conway I. For Belfast. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realise it was him until a few weeks ago. Um, it shows our age as Ken was Kevin was a wee bit older than me. <laughs> yeah. Well he was well he was still playing when Stars went SNL. He was still playing with Solway to begin yeah. with. Right. Um what was that? Oh, he was Solway, aye, that's when he was at the end of his career. Yeah, yeah I was at the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Conway, he was a player as well, eh? Oh, goal scorer. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. But, no, um, I can remember. 
But yeah, Tim and, hopefully. Tim and Timmy Salmon together was like a lethal combination. Do you remember him? Is that airworm they went to Basingstoke? Yeah, that's right. Remember Salmon at air? I can't mind them going at, at Basingstoke as much, or it might be in the opposite way around. But I remember yeah. Conway and Salmon playing together. Like, aye, no, they were great, really good. Yeah, but I say, hopefully, um, at least two points out this weekend, even if it's taken one from each game. But a two point, I think, is a must for us to get back into those that playoff fight again. Um, yeah. Even an overtime shootout. Games would in hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. If, if we could take penalty shots. Point, we just want two. Penalties. We are oh, yeah. shocking with the penalties, by the way. <laughs> we need yeah. to get somebody up there to coach them how to take penalties. John. I think every team practices a penalty shot at the end of the training. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of these yeah. things, eh? It's so yeah. so difficult. I mean, unless you're a specialist in penalty shots, which yeah. <laughs> there's not many over here that are playing in the NHL. So, yeah. but, uh, it's the luck of the draw, like everyone says. It's it's hard when you you can't just get over the the final hurdle to get yeah. that point. But well, hopefully, hopefully it'll change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, fingers crossed. Well, again, thanks for joining, Robo. Much appreciated. Um, Lars, any of your final thoughts? for the podcast this week me I'll, I'll, I'll agree with what the legend says if we can take two points from Belfast whether it's on the Friday or the Saturday I'll take two if we get any more it's an absolute bonus yeah definitely and on behalf of me as well Ian thanks very much for coming on mate it's been an absolute pleasure no doubt we'll see you at the, at the rink at the weekend at some point yeah I'll be there no doubt <laughs> yeah definitely um but that's us for this week. Hopefully we're higher next week and we're speaking about at least one victory against the Giants. Until yeah. then, Until see you later. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. See you after.